so you are actually able to find quite a few and just looking around at this you remember more and more not only about being friends with Relic but some of the other friends that you had growing up in Arcadius because you didn't just learn alongside warriors you learned alongside the artists and the historians and the explorers and the medics so you start to remember other friends like there was an artist named Serenade and your mind flashes back to the memory of like someone braiding your hair and saying it looks better that way that was Serenade so more of these faces are starting to fall into place and you're remembering your time in classes and on missions but specifically like Relic he started in more some of the earlier articles are just more general historical research because you find some papers that he wrote as well as a couple of articles about him but as time goes on it looks like he gets more and more focused into old tech that could possibly have been inspired by the crucibles or researching things people might think have been made by the same people who made the crucibles but that's a little if he could luck proving that and one of the last things you see is mention of he started working with nova station which since that organization can be rather secretive about who works for it given what it works what they work with it might be a little difficult to find him yes because there are several research organizations that keep things very compartmentalized because they're what they're researching could be dangerous so they keep names and locations very compartmentalized so the wrong people can't get access to the potentially dangerous research but you've seen his name mentioned in some stuff related to work Nova Station's been doing, or like just writing and phrasing you recognize as his, up until like a few months ago. So while he may be a little harder to get in contact with, no mysterious disappearance there. I would know all about that, huh? <laughs> and can you roll me another? Wisdom as you're just reading, gaining information about Nova Station. Ten. You remember Dottie talking about wanting to work there one day. Because of their work with Crucible Tech. You don't remember where that conversation went? That bit's still fuzzy. Anything else you want to do beyond just sit there like, oh my god, I found a person? No. I'm going to continue reading their research for a while. Even if I don't really understand it, I'm going to continue because it is at least a clue. Yeah. Some of the phrasing and stuff start, you start reading it with his voice in your head. Which is a fun experience. Especially with some <laughs> of his earlier work before he started adopting a more professional tone. But even then, there's still, like, bits that slip in. And Bal, up in the training area, you are able to set up pretty much any kind of virtual combat simulation you would like. And one of the functions of this training simulator, like, you've seen similar with other simulators, is 
it keeps track of how much health you would have if this was an actual combat situation. Could I set to where there actually will be damage? Because, like, I'm going all out with this train. Like, I don't train, like, halfway. I'm going to train. If I'm going to get damage, that's that's going to be it. So if there's a way to do it, there's a way to over, I'm going to ask Nell. There's a way. Um, I don't mind getting damage. I mean, all they'll say I don't want to die. But if you can, just make it so you know, make it a little more interesting. Is that possible? He just looks up because, like, Nell's like AI. She's like, well, I assume she's around somewhere or they around somewhere. So <laughs> he just looks up when he's speaking as if, you know, that's where Nell is. She responds, while these simulations cannot cause damage, we can set them to give you an electric shock every time something would hit so you would know how so you can easier know how you're doing. That'll work. It is not a pleasant sensation from what I've heard, but it is a very effective teaching tool. Okay, well, I mean, it's better than nothing, so I'll take it. I go ahead and throw the charge up as high as it can be, then that'd be fine. So she throws it up about to accidentally touching an electric fence. Okay, not bad, not bad. We've been in situations where we've had to deal with electric fences, so, you know, it's not too bad. It won't cause permanent damage, but it will definitely get your attention like being stabbed would. Good. That is very good. Perfect, alright, so... And if you ever get to the point where you would have been um, knocked up, rendered unconscious, the room just goes black. Hmm. <laughs> Almost like you passed out. I don't think I have to be worried about seeing that too often, so... Or maybe not, I mean, that'd yeah. be... Gotta get pushed to the limit, so... Yeah, so I tell Nell, just crank it up, you know, whatever whatever you can do. I mean, I have some ideas, but, like, you know, I think it'd be better if you come up with it, because if I if I think of it, I already kind of know, have an idea of how to handle it, so you can come up with something new, because something that I couldn't think of completely, so feel free to do whatever. Very well, then. I recommend ducking, and you <laughs> say, as you say this, as she out, says this, out. this creature just jumps out of nowhere and can have a dexterity saving throw. Ooh, six. So I kind of stole back, kind of catch me off guard for a second, so I was kind of small to get knocked back a little bit. Yeah, and that, that shock did not feel great. Oh, he's got a big smile, and I was like, yep, this is going to be good. I, I imagine it knocked me down. Yeah. Yeah. So it I, was a bear. Ooh, so I'm gonna get back up and just kind of smile and like, all right, let's go and kind of just charge up at it. Just some bugle, like my hand with like um and like sort of like a energy. Um, is it soundproof in here? Because it's gonna get pretty loud. Either way, I mean, we'll be. It's good. <laughs> it's decently soundproof. If you were like I mean, calling for help because you got actually injured, that would come out. But no, smart about. A certain thing I have that's going to be audible within 300 feet of you, so it's going to be pretty loud, so... Just, <laughs> like, it's, thunder, it, so... It's got decent soundproofing. So, yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to... Roll to attack? Yes. I don't yes, actually attack. have stats for bear, so we're just yeah. going to wing this. That's fine, so, yeah, and then... Yeah, so... As bonus action, you ramming strike, so you get two attacks, a so bonus action, ramming strike, so... Can imbue my hammer with like, like almost like an electric kind of energy. Let's see. Ooh, so it's 24, the first attack, and then, which I think is probably gonna hit. That hits. And then a. It's a bear. <laughs> and then 21. So. Those both hit. Now on that first one, like I said, so I got Remix. 
snut. You, you knocked the spit out of that bear. And that first attack, like you hear, like I said, it's like thunder, so it's like a loud crackle of like energy. It's just um, at first contact, almost like um, like a like a lightning bolt, kind of comes with a hammer as I hit it and kind of releases onto the bear. Everyone else just hears this. It's deafened a lot, but everyone heard that. I think at that point, Vice like, Nell, what was that? Bell is in a combat training simulation. He said to have fun, so I threw bears at him. Would Bell know what bears are? I mean, I assume, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how common bears are. Bears probably look a little different, but you recognize this is probably a bear. I'm like, Nell, more, more bears or, or whatever you want. Like, keep changing up, you know, more bears, more whatever, but keep them coming. As you say that, you realize there are several other very scary-looking predators in the room. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I, we can just fade out <laughs> on you just going to town fighting these things. Getting knocked down a couple times, getting back up, blocking a couple claws with the shield. Shoot, I'd probably go some claws myself because Matakai, we have claws too, so I'd probably like put the shield down for a second too to yeah. start clawing back at them as well, so... I mean, you could almost say that you get knocked down and you get up again. Oh my god, they're you're just... never gonna keep They're never gonna keep me down. You know, they're never gonna keep me down. <laughs> yeah. The night At away. some point, Valak, you may notice there's a little red light in the corner because Nell is filming this because it's actually very entertaining. And it's informative, but she's being nice and made the little red light come on, so you know it's being filmed. <laughs> All right, I dig. <laughs> and plus, it'd be good to go over too, because that's good. Cause it's gonna learn and see what I did wrong. Yeah, so no, that's perfect. Yeah, that's that's another reason they'll usually videos and monitors, so you can access pretty much any previous like training exercise or anything you've done, gone through on um, your personal online account i'm like no we can we can send these we can send these to our enemies so they know exactly what they're gonna get so this is this is perfect we can let them know beforehand you know it's just maybe that way they can change before we have to do anything you know like this so i have better options for that one i have ideas we can talk about those later for now i recommend ducking again <laughs> And you duck as this large <sighs> thing with spiny tails just leaps over you. Ooh. And when it lands, it's almost as tall as you are on all fours. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, and let's pan back over to Stavios. Roll me an intelligence check as you are. What are you going to research first? Um, I think first I'm going to look into this guy that we're going to be meeting with. So I need just a straight intelligence check or like an investigation. Roll investigation since you are focusing on one specific person instead of just trying to familiarize yourself with a bunch of people. I got a six. Better than a one. What is Stavios distracted by right now? Well, what is Stavios distracted by right now? I think, I don't know, I think maybe Stavios is kind of distracted by how weird it is that, like, there was an entire colony that one went missing, two is on this, there's this outpost that no one was able to, like, I think Stavios is just, like, Stavios's mind is just going in a million different directions, 
and trying to get them to focus on this one task is really difficult. So I think that's what's what's holding them back. Yeah, so I imagine after a few minutes they just kind of give up on researching Malachi in particular, but would you like to attempt to see how you do researching more more about the Basilisk or Nova Station or either of the other bits you learned? Um, Uria 7 could also be a good thing to research. Yeah, I think I want to research the Basilisk and then Uria 7 because I want to know because I feel like if I can figure out what the planet's like and if I can figure out what the freight more about the freighter then maybe I can start potentially connecting some dots I guess so another uh, okay. investigation check or lore check I'll say investigation but I'll give you advantage because you have that information Anima gave you okay and you know they're a good starting point could be things written about the basilisk by um, someone named Relic Alrighty, so with the basil, so I was researching the basil, so I got a 19. Okay, so you find there are tons of theories of what could possibly have happened. Some people think maybe the court got the wrong coordinates and went to the wrong planet. There's some people who believe that the settlement ended up deciding to locate on another planet for because maybe because it was easier to live on and make a living on or safer to get to and from there's a variety of theories the basilisk was a pretty advanced ship for its time as with most things from nova station because mm-hmm. nova station deals a lot with like advanced tech and sometimes they deal with crucible tech so some people believe that what was being delivered on the basilisk could have been some sort of defensive armaments that were created by Nova Station as a way to better protect the colonists because it was kind of out there. Mm-hmm. And this was also back in a time where there were a variety of different planet moving, um, planet settling operations going on. So it's possible that they could have joined with another operation. Okay. What Nova Station commented on it is, it's called Nova Station, there's actually multiple stations that's just the company name because it started out small and has grown since Mm. then. While Nova Station did recognize that the Basilisk was one of their ships, something happened to where their records of what it was doing were lost. It could have been maybe it was a small like a smaller self project but there have been multiple investigations into where that information went, and it's just no one knows what happens to who it, the people that were working on it, but some people believe maybe they went down with the basilisk, and that's why no one knew. Okay. Mm-hmm. Something could have happened to their backup files. Maybe they didn't think to back it up outside of the ship. I think I want to look more into Nova Station and see. Okay. Alrighty, so I guess I'm gonna go with another investigation, yeah. Yes. And you'll get a text on, like, because I assume you have, like, little phones, just saying from Bass saying, I'm just, like, shorthand. Oh my gosh. The cover was awesome. Bear emoji. <laughs> yes, and that's it. This is, like, send. 
So, so in the midst of your research, you're gonna get that just showing up on your handheld. I quickly respond with, there's something very sus about what happened to the Basilisk. I'm gonna figure it out. If, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I, I'm gonna figure it out. And then you see um, like, like this emoji, like, like that kind of thing. <laughs> the, the stroking the chin mm-hmm. emoji yeah. for our listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and that was an 18 for Nova Station. Okay, so as I said earlier, they work a lot with Crucible Tech. It started out as a small operation with, like, this is years ago when they first started it out. And they have grown since then. The Alliance, like, top Alliance officials are aware of what they're doing, but they try to keep their information compartmentalized to keep it protected because they're dealing with technology both discovered through studying the crucibles and inspired by it because some of the things laid out how to do on the crucible are can be very dangerous mm-hmm. but no the station's like mate like we can still take this take some of the stuff we've learned from this and use it to help protect so like they find schematics for a weapon they find some way to use that information to build defensive systems and this has led to a wide variety of innovations that have catapulted technology in the alliance ahead but they have to be very very careful because if someone were to find one of their stations to break into it if someone was able to get the information on things they're working with that could be very dangerous for a lot of people there are some projects where they just give up and erase all records, but from what they say, this wasn't one of them. But there have been occasions where a project that did not need a lot of people working on it was kept to a smaller group, especially with delivering and deploying some of their innovations with defense, like what they were probably doing with the Basilisk. Do they have an official stance on what happened with the Basilisk? Or is it just like, it's lost, oh well. Well, they admit that it is a mystery and it is tragedy, but they're still trying to figure out what happened. Oh, okay. But from what they can tell, the people who were on the Basilisk, those researchers, they've never heard from them again. Okay. As far as anyone knows, they, they're they still trying to find what happened to them. Because, as you know, there are so, you are one of the few races that can live for a couple hundred years, so... Mm-hmm. At this point, they're a little less hopeful that they're still alive, but they are still trying to find out what happened. Okay. Um... Alright. So then I think, yeah, the last thing that I would want to look up before, I guess, kind of stopping and seeing, I don't know what I would do after this. I don't know how long all this research is taking, but um, I would want to look up the planet. Uria 7? Uria 7, yeah. Yeah. Give me another investigation roll. Here we go. All right, dirty 20. Hey, jeez. Nice. You see... The, the dice wanted a story to tell it. It didn't have anything to do with you researching Malachi. <laughs> as far as you can tell, 
Eurasia 7 has not been inhabited. There's wildlife, of course, but any attempted settlements were quickly given up on just because it's very densely forested. And there were other planets where it was easier to make a living without having to chase out a lot of wildlife. Okay, so there haven't... Has there been any efforts... I guess public efforts to explore it and learn more about it? Or has it just been like, this is not the very tenable, so we're going to move on? With how high a role you guys, you know, there have been several different research groups just interested in learning more about different flora and fauna, things they could possibly use to make medicines and so forth tricks and ideas for like camouflage and defense that people can learn from different animal life. So there have been a variety of like small term research groups that have gone and stayed for like a couple weeks or a month to gather information but for the most part it has not been inhabited. Mm-hmm. At least not for long periods of time. Okay. It is also kind of out of the way so maybe not the best place to make a settlement. You're familiar with just with how and where you grew up, you do know about like what people look for in settlements, so the fact that people are trying to settle there it's odd. Wouldn't be your first choice, but there might be some logic to it, because something has lots of plant and animal life, you know, able to sustain life, it's got enough oxygen to be livable, it's got to have sources of water, but it looks like everyone who looked at it quickly found other planets that were had fewer trees that they had to deal with and plants that were closer to different travel lanes and other pre-existing colonies just in case something bad happened so they could get help sooner because creating settlements is dangerous i know we should probably move on to someone else but eventually i also want to talk to spectra about spectra's theory because spectra was very excited about this so i know from that, that she's definitely got a theory because I want to talk to her about this research and see if maybe she can add anything to it because she's more of a history buff than I am. So maybe she kind of has more of a sense of it than me. Or why me again? What do you, what does Stavios know about Spectra so far? I don't remember if you've done any research on her. I have not done a ton of research on her. I haven't really done a ton of research on everybody on the ship because it was made very clear to me that I should be careful <laughs> doing something like that. Well, the way you did it was a little... Um... <laughs> the way I did it is the way I've done it in every other mission that I've ever done. He didn't do that to Bao. Hopefully not. Oh my god, Bao would be hurt. But I don't think he did, so we're fine. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> You, I, in my mind, with Spectra and with everybody, really, but especially with Spectra, it was like Dandelion sent me here, therefore, Spectra must be someone that is at least mostly trustworthy. So, I'm not gonna try and build a defense against her unless I need to. Gotcha. I was just wondering if you had done any curiosity research. I do know that you put two and two together that her mom is a negotiator, yeah, or she's. Yeah, she's an ambassador. Her, you probably would remember this because she kind of looked up to her mom. I don't know if you'll ever actually admit that to her, but she is a cousin blood Promethean. Yeah. Which you imagine that's where um, the 
bits of silver that go through Spectra's here comes from. The black comes from the cash side of her family, which you could probably guess based on the fact that she's got slightly green-tinged skin tone. Mm-hmm. And the fact that um, sometimes her eyes are different colors. <laughs> but yeah, I think my next thing that I would want to do is either go to Spectra directly, or I guess ask Nell if she could open up a line of communication with Spectra, just so we don't have to go all, all around the ship. But, um, yeah, that's my next. Yeah, that is an option. And you have a, there's, you have comms units, you can just send her a message, but we can pan back to that. I hope you can't hear a lot of begging now, I don't know what my grandmother's doing downstairs, but... It's a spell training. <laughs> <laughs> So, Vi, what are you up to? I have a question. Would the research that Stavias is finding out, is that something they would share with everyone else or just keep to themselves? I think I'm building a, I'm building a report that I'm going to be sharing with everyone. Because all this stuff is very, like, surface level. If I was looking into a person, that would be something that I would keep to myself because I'm, given what my job jobs usually are for me i that's my main bread and butter but yeah so i'm building up i'm kind of typing out a report that i'm going to send to the ship as soon as i finish um talking to spectra okay have you communicated that you've done this yeah have you that you're researching this oh no i haven't told anybody i've sequestered myself in my room and i'm not talking to anyone <laughs> okay that was my main thing because cool Vi want Vi, you're going to be researching the same thing? Some of the same things. Yeah, that's why it was... Nell would probably know, because Nell is AI, so maybe Nell tell, could tell you. <laughs> like, hey, just so you know. Yeah, Vi, you start researching, and you just hear Nell softly pop in. Stavios is already researching some of these topics, and I'm gathering their information if they decide not to share. Thank you, Nell. Okay. I figure with some of the things going on, you may have other things you would like to research, so if I can help at all, let me know. I'll keep that in mind, Nell. Thank you. I love Nell. She gets... <laughs> <laughs> I get... She's my self-insert. <laughs> <laughs> Between her and Spectra, yeah. And Tali. Let's hear all of the NPCs, but mostly Nell. <laughs> okay, so... I think Vi is interested in what type of research Nova does because she remembers the issue with Paragon and the ooze that suddenly that came to life. Almost got out. Yeah, that almost got out. Almost got out. It was fine. So she wants to research that because... Yeah, that wasn't officially a thing Paragon researched, by the way, they just kind of got stuck with it, like, here, do you know how to deal with this? Like, we should have to do- okay, baby, we don't. Yeah, they spaced several oozes, and we'll see if that w- ever comes back. So she, yeah, she wants to know if, like, if it's mainly weapons, were there any life form, any life- Were you researching regular inter- internet or shadow net? Both, actually. I think she'd first start with the normal, see what goes on there, and then she would research- Shadownet. Okay, let's give me investigation for the first one. Ooh. What did we name it? Starnet? 
Yeah, Starnet. That yeah, Starnet, right. yeah. Okay, and this is... I keep wanting to say Skynet, but that's not this kind of game. Uh, it could this be. Is... This is not that kind of game. Uh, investigation? Suddenly. Right? Yeah. Yes. That's a six. So I'm assuming not really anything new. Yeah, that was not a great roll. You learned that it's not one place, but it's a bunch of places, but it's a private company, so there's no telling where any of the stations actually are. They don't disclose who works for them to the public. Great. It's very private, which probably, I imagine you react to that differently than how Stavias did, since (laughs) that's kind of normal in the Alliance, but coming from... This could be a problem. You're just like, oh, cool. It's like the entirety of where I came from. Mm. Fun. Great. Give me another. Didn't we say plus computers for Shadow? Yeah. I hope so. Because. Ooh, that's 25. Ooh, dang. Not bad at all. I have a plus seven to computers. Jeez. (laughs) Nice. So you get a lot about what Stavia's found. They are into... They do a lot of... Spend a lot of time studying technology, both discovered through and inspired by stuff from the Crucible. A lot of it can be dangerous. They're finding ways to make it less dangerous and more beneficial. But looking at the shadow that you see signs of some different groups that are looking to find ways to steal some of the technology and research being done by Nova Station, but that's... There's a lot of them complaining about it's hard. (laughs) There's basically currently no one that can claim that they robbed Nova Station, which that would be like a badge of honor to have stolen information and tech. Like, there are people who've stolen, like, pieces of tech, but most of it's worthless or they can't get any information out of it. So they are very, very secretive because they're working with some potentially very, very dangerous things. Okay. But a lot of the technology they come up with, a lot of the technology that um, gets actually like released and information that gets shared with the public is just some incredible there's things tied to defense, dispensive medication ways to travel more safely through asteroid fields. They've done a lot of good work. Okay. I think there's a moment when Vi sort of realizes that having sort of, yeah, the title of like being able to steal from them brings a lot of clout to the Shadownet. And at first she's like, hmm... And she sort of like almost physically sort of shakes her head. She's like, no, let's not not do that right now. It's not. You're still kind of learning your way around the underground here. You don't exactly want to go and make that name for yourself. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. You probably also see there are several times when there was a sign that Whisper looked in on the conversation and it just stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It just ended like that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I don't want to make him an enemy. Whisper says no, and... So, yeah, and the response is like, okay. For a few minutes. Okay. 
Well, that's because your average Joe on the street does not need to know how to build a death laser that could possibly take out a small planet. That's fair. Being able to create a defensive matrix that could protect a small planet from bombardment, or if, say, there's a lot of asteroid and comet activity that tends to impact the planet, planet's surface, that could be very useful, and that actually is something that now exists. It's not cheap, but it exists. Would it be possible to research the, the basilisk and, like, maybe who is on it? Like, what race? To see if there's any writings? I don't know if you'd be able to find that on the Shadow Knight specifically, but just give me a general investigation check, because I'm going to assume you're bouncing around on both. Yeah. But it'll take some digging. That's fair. Ooh. Okay, that's a five. So no. <laughs> yeah, you, you get nothing. That's fair. Okay. Oh. Well, hmm. I don't know if this is too metagaming or not. Is it possible that Vice starts to look at the planet and then Nell's like, oh, Stavias is researching that as well. Pretty much any time, if you start looking at something Stavias is looking at, Nell's like, I believe Stavias is collecting information on that. They're typing up quite the report. Mm. Okay. So... Would it be possible for I to look at, like, the shadow net, see if there's more reasons about the planet? Any other activity? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. My good dice are not behaving. Let's see my medium dice. Okay. Computers, that is a 16. So are you looking to see if there's any underworld activity around there or interest in there? Yeah. Better be careful around the shadow net. Just saying. She's just looking. She knows how to cover her tracks. Yeah, she's really freaking paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't realize how paranoid <laughs> she is. So in that sector, there are a couple of spots of activity or people where they've kind of marked it as their territory, but nothing near Urea 7. Does it give a reason why? Besides, there's no one there, but... <laughs> Well, there's not just not a lot going on in that area, not a lot of population. So there are some other planets and moons where there's not as much wildlife to contend with if you're looking to hide something. So you see signs that some people, like, you see signs some people might be using different planets and stuff as safe houses or meeting points, but... That's not near Area 7. Hmm. It seems most of the other world has uh, decided that some of the things on there ain't worth dealing with. Hmm. But also, you don't want to have to worry about local wildlife eating your stash. <laughs> yeah, depending on what it is, yeah. Or, you know, peeing all over your data. <laughs> hmm. You want to make sure it's safe, and it's very forested planet, so... It doesn't seem to have gotten a lot of attention from people in the underworld. Okay. Vi kind of finds that suspicious, just because it's out of the way. And there, there are ways to find, to not have a good amount of wildlife mess with it. So either they're able to get around the normal routes, or... <laughs> it could be possible some people are using it. There were some people who, like, you see signs where people have talked about maybe using it as, like, a meetup point, but 
Also, some people don't open, openly talk about where they do yeah. some of their business, but the consensus seems to be in the whole of space there are moons nearby that serve purposes a little better. Okay. And the the settlers also didn't. There's no record of them now, correct? They've just sort of disappeared into the ether. Yeah. At least no record that you can find. It could have been that they ended up joining in with another settlement. Because in that period of time, there was a lot of different parts of population shifting around. Would I have time to research into that a bit more? See? I think with Vi, that sort of resonates a bit. Sort of lost people. And so she's like, let's see if there's any more luck on this end. I'll say you have time to... Maybe we can come back to that next session, because I do... We need to... I think we're wrapping yeah. in a few minutes. That can stay in the back of Vi's mind, because she'll have some time, but maybe you just realize you need to take a couple of seconds to take a break <laughs> after some of that. Yeah. Okay. Is Belle still having fun being things up? <laughs> Glad he's not hearing what they're researching, so yes, he is. Because that may have bummed him out a little bit, so... Yeah, he's having a grand time down there. Letting them do the research and kind of... I mean, there haven't been reports of a ship full of dead people floating around, so that's good. And I've most... Yeah. But I might know a little something about, you know... Uh, yeah, it's not gonna come... Oof, we're good. Belle's happy not knowing that the, what they're researching, so... Did Nell let me know that Vi was also researching this stuff? Since she moved off of researching it, I don't know if Nell would have popped in, because also when you switch to researching, like, specifically things related to the basilisk, you were in the zone. She's like, I just, I'll just leave them to it. They've, they're, they're proving a very adequate researcher. I will not distract them, because I feel like if I distract them, they may never focus on again. <laughs> so then, yeah, I think the last, so then I think the last thing I'm going to do is just share out the report that I have of everything. So all that information that I was learning, um, I share out with the rest of the ship. And I do want to send a quick message to Spectra and be like, we should talk about this mission one-on-one, if you don't mind. Certainly. Seems you've done a fair amount of research and dug up some very useful information. Why don't you come up to the helm? We might have quite a few things to discuss. Perfect, so then yeah, I guess I do that. Yeah, that can be where we end off as Stavios goes up to talk to Spectra. What's included in, in that report? So all the stuff you just researched, right? So all that kind of... Everything about Basilisk, Nova Station, and Yuri Estefan. So, okay. yeah, that's... Basically everything that I was researching, I sent to everyone. Not really expecting everybody to read up on it, but more just so we all had the same amount of information going into this. Because Stavios knows the importance of that. Exactly. I'll definitely skimmed it at least. You know, he picked up some words that he knew, so... <laughs> well, I think you're used to how Stavios writes reports, so you're able to spot the important bits with how they phrase things. They're very flowery reports. Like, I I, I added some extra flourish. I dramatized a few things. It was, it's very, it's a very fun read. 
on top of being very thin. <laughs> it's even better. At least it's not dry. So no, that definitely makes it more enjoyable read. So that's how it should be. Yeah, that could have been have been part of the tone, of, the note of approval in Spectra's <laughs> response. It's like this, this is good. <laughs> Like a novel, like a short, like a little short novella. You need to get this published. <laughs> you have been listening to Aboard the Opal Star, an Esper Genesis 5e actual play podcast, DM'd and produced by Brianna Jean as part of Cedordim Social, a creative podcast network changing reality one story at a time. Violina is played by Alexis Workman. Anima is played by Casey Glover. Stavios is played by Shan Smith. Balamar is played by Blake Francis. And the theme music, as always, is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. If you don't want to wait to see what happens next, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.com.